Blessings and salutations, mystics and mortals. This is Loli Moon, and you are listening to What's the Brew? I return to the space as a natural, ancient-ass mystic living in the modern world whose only goal is to embody the full expression of what the divine has destined for me and live my best magical fucking life, okay? Ashe. Before we get into all of the astro tea, you guys, of Sagittarius season, let's do a very quick reflection and recap on Scorpio season. How are you guys? It's been a minute, okay? Come on inside, take off your shoes, all right? Use your Florida water for your hands, sit down and relax. Get your notebook, your journals, okay? Get your tea, because we are about to get into some serious astro tea. But first, let's kind of talk about Scorpio season, okay? What's going on? How was your Scorpio season? How do you feel now on the other side of the lunar eclipse in Taurus? We have a full moon coming up on Monday on the 27th, okay? Depending on when you guys are listening to this. And so we are officially one full moon cycle away um, since that lunar eclipse. So a lot has shifted since then. How are we feeling in this like new skin? How are we feeling? Is it still feeling kind of raw? Is it itchy? Like, how are we feeling? Okay. This is what we're at right now. We're still like a newborn, you know, we're like a newborn in our higher timelines in these higher uh, expressions of ourselves during Sagittarius season. You know, we're almost like a giraffe who was just born, like a little calf just being born, okay? Learning how to walk for the first time with these long ass legs, okay? It's really awkward. So it's okay if things are feeling kind of weird or off-putting or just not really making complete sense yet. Maybe you're thinking like, okay, the eclipse is over. Why do I still feel like this? Because you're still a newborn, honey, okay? So handle yourself with care. Um, This is going to be a really, 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 really huge lesson as well going into the year of 2024 is handling our things with care. We are newborns at this time. So have lots of grace for yourself. Okay. I want to start off with that first and foremost, have lots of grace for yourself. Okay. So Scorpio season was the end of eclipse season, right? We closed out a massive cycle as a collective and celebrated the break of a new dawn under the new moon in Scorpio, which happened on the 13th of November. And I was absolutely loving the new moon Scorpio's energy. I was so just feeling the energy of Scorpio around me. So just, just so strongly. And, um, I really feel like I got my juju back in Scorpio uh, season for real, um, Now, with that being said, if you're listening to this as it was just released, then you're probably wondering where I have been and why is this episode late? I know, you guys, I am late for Sagittarius season, I know. Um, But the truth is, you guys, truthfully, I was still unpacking Scorpio season, okay? I I really was. Um, A lot shifted for this Scorpio stellium baddie during Scorpio season. And I'm so, so, so grateful. You know, I'm so, so, so grateful. And I honestly feel like even right now, it still feels like Scorpio season to me personally. 
um, with the transit of Venus right now that's slowly making her way towards the south node more and more each day, you know? And because we are now in Sagittarius season, we know that the veil is still very thin, okay? And will remain as such as we dive deeper into this astrological year, right? Remember that. We still have a few more other uh, seasons to get through before the spring equinox. So the further we dive into the astrological year, the thinner the veil becomes, essentially. Okay? Um, now remember, y'all, we are now, again, in Sagittarius season, which means soon we will enter two back-to-back -back seasons ruled by Capricorn. Okay, this is very important to remember. Capricorn, uh, sorry, ruled by Saturn, not Capricorn. Ruled by Saturn, uh, the first one being Capricorn and the other season being Aquarius season, okay? Both of these seasons are ruled by Saturn. So we're about to enter this like back-to-back -back, um, season of refinement, okay and discipline and fine-tuning and focus and and all those good things that Saturn brings to us okay if you're paying attention uh, properly now with that being said that is the true season of reaping what you sow okay those are the seasons when we are really 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 reaping what we sow and then it's when we finally wash it all away in Pisces season, right? We cleanse ourselves of everything that has happened, closing out the cosmic year before we celebrate the spring equinox once more. So to me, as a mystic who um, has a Scorpio stelium, um, Sagittarius season for me is about continuing the preparation and taking in all the wisdom that we received through these intense experiences, whatever they may have been during Scorpio season and applying them into Sagittarius season, okay? It's about continuing the preparation for the winter solstice and the colder months. Now, with that being said, I wanna pause for a second because this full moon in Gemini that we have coming up on the 27th of November is called the cold moon. Okay, so we are preparing ourselves for the colder months. We are preparing ourselves for the winter, for the deeper, darker parts of the astrological year. Okay, the seasons ruled by Capri uh, by Saturn, and then Pisces season when the when the veil is just wide the fuck open, essentially, right? Because in Pisces season, child, everybody's just floating around, right? So with that being said, um, we are approaching that time now. Okay, um, but we are still, in fact, in the preparation season because, le yes, Sagittarius season to me is a season of preparation. Um, I would argue that both actually Sagittarius season and Capricorn season are both seasons of preparation and work. Why? Well, I mean, I mean, think about it, you guys. If we just look at their archetypes, you know, Sagittarius is full of ideas um, okay, and are, you know, not just ideas, but visions as well to propel into reality, okay? Meanwhile, Capricorn loves to work. Have y'all met a Capricorn? Right. Capricorn is associated with what all the time? Money, success, the 10th house, honey. The 10th house in astrology is ruled by Capricorn. So how could we not say it's not a season of work, 
they're usually the boss or their own boss and are always grounded in their abundant garden because they work hard for it to flourish. Okay? Yes. So how can we say that it's not a season of preparation and work? You know, it's so obvious. It's it's right there in our faces. And so while you may be running around right now and focusing on the holidays and spending time with your loved ones and hopefully your soul family, not your annoying muggle family, but if it is, then prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers and sorrow, all right? Um, allow this time to also remain a portal of inspiration for you, okay? I'm going to repeat myself. Allow this time to remain a portal of inspiration for you because Sagittarius season brings us a lot of inspiration from the divine, okay? This is the season is about all about love, right? And love is the fuel for this season. It's the magic behind our dreams and desires, okay? It's the magic behind the holidays and the corniness of it all and the capitalism of it all. Love, 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 love. That's what it's all really about, okay? And so I will say this, Scorpio season for your girl personally reminds me that no matter what I go through, I always have that magic in me. And I always have the power to start over again or resurrect myself right where I am in the burning flames and rise from the ashes once more. Scorpio season truly brought me back to life after what felt like a slumber of sorrow for months, if I'm being completely honest, okay? Y'all don't know this, but I have been on autopilot mode and functioning highly in that space because that's just what you do when you're a Scorpio stillion baddie, hello? Um, but in all honesty, that Scorpio stellium is now being enhanced by my Saturn return in Pisces in my first house, which has been rocking my shit in the best way possible. So I say that to say, you know, it wasn't until Scorpio season where I was really able to, um, really sit back and look at all that has played out in the last two years, because now I'm reflecting on the, um, eclipse cycle that I just closed out as well. Um, for myself personally, but also all of us as a collective, you know, and really reflecting on all that has happened in the last two years and that has built up and poured into the lessons of my Saturn return and more, you know. So Scorpio season, I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Okay, thank you for bringing me back to life and reminding me of my magic. And when I say thank you, Scorpio season, what I'm really saying is thank you to myself Hey, I hope y'all recognize that. All right. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, for that, I also want to say on a wellness check note, because I kind of want to get back into doing these wellness checks on the podcast. Um, I also feel like Scorpio season has heightened my focus on um, womb health and womb wellness and having more appreciation for my womb. Um, and I am continuing to deepen this practice moving into Sagittarius season because duh the womb is the portal for life it is it is abundant hello um so I'll be continuing that practice um and I hope that for you guys that you had you know a transformative Scorpio season as I did and I hope you're feeling more powerful and full of life than ever before 
because we are now in Sagittarius season, baby, okay? And it's time to turn shit up. Yes, it is finally time to turn shit up in Sagittarius season, child. Thank God. I loved Scorpio season, but I was really ready to kind of shift the energy out of this, okay, we broke this cycle. Okay, great. We overcame these things. Okay, great. Now what? Let's start celebrating. Let's start to transmute this shit into something more. All right? Yes, Pluto is our playground, but so is paradise, baby. It's time to take the elevator back to paradise. (laughs) Okay? And so now we are in Sagittarius season. So the sun officially entered Sagittarius on November 22nd. Um, So technically, as this is being released, we are officially three days into Sagittarius season, aka preparation season, honey. Okay? Now, as of yesterday, on November 24th, Mars officially left the depths of Scorpio to ride into the heights and hope of Sagittarius, honey. Now, with that being said, the Sun and Mars have been, you know, pretty chill. They've been hanging out lately, um, both in the sign of Scorpio, but now also in Sagittarius. And so I wanted to kind of highlight that to remind you guys that this conjunction at this time, even though it's not an exact conjunction, we um, are really starting to see this, um, you know, strength in ourselves and in the collective um, during this Sagittarius season. You know, we're starting off very, very, very strong as a collective in terms of confidence in ourselves, of course, and in our, and, and believing in ourselves, believing in our dreams, believing in our desires, our passions, and actually seeing a pavement, a, a path paved forward for us to actually ride them out, you know, as we deserve to. Um, some of you may even be feeling this suddenly motivated as well to get stuff done this week in particular. So if I open my calendar... Um, the month or sorry, the week of November 25th going into December 2nd, I will say you are likely to feel, um, a lot of more confidence, I'm hoping, and belief in yourself and your desires and really getting some shit done. And that is because Mars and the sun are still pretty close together. Okay. Now this especially could be true. Um, For those of you who have your placements in Sagittarius, Aries, as well as Scorpio, okay? Now, when I think of Mars in Sagittarius, I think divinity in motion. Yeah, I think of divinity in motion because I think of Jupiter when I think of Sagittarius, right? So I think of divinity in motion. And I think of the fact that Mars in Sagittarius looks like, to me, heightened angel numbers, heightened synchronicities, and instead of us waiting on like two or three more confirmations, we're just taking the first one and going forward. You know? Um with Mars and Sagittarius, there's a lot more leaps of faith being taken at this time. So some people could be feeling the pressure of their nine to fives, okay? and wanting to leave their jobs or actually leaving their jobs, looking for new jobs, looking for a way to break free and regain back control over their reality. Because Sagittarius season has this way of highlighting what is real, 
but also what is potentially available as well. You know, it's like this interesting in-between space, which I think is the art of it being a mutable sign, to be honest. Um, and that's the truth. So we can see a lot of people who are really getting in their bag and saying, you know what? Spirit is telling me to go somewhere else and take my ass somewhere else because this ain't it. And being led to a different space that maybe doesn't make sense to you right away. But once you arrive, the blessings are so abundant and so obvious that you're happy that you did what you did, you know? So I would say during this transit of Mars in Sagittarius, allow yourself to be inspired by the world around you. Take a different route to work if you have a nine to five. If you work from home, go work in the fucking cafe. Go work in a new cafe. Go work in a new space. Go work in a restaurant that you love so much. Order your favorite foods. Bring that laptop with you. Get some vitamin D, okay, on your skin and go outside, child, okay? We gotta switch it up when Mars is in Sagittarius. Mars in Sagittarius reminds us to not be predictable, okay? Because when we become too predictable, then we become bored potentially and stagnant potentially mars and sagittarius reminds us to keep things spicy and to keep things interesting and to keep things flowing okay and when you are tapped into spirit you have no choice but to always flow because the divine downloads that are pouring into you need to be moved through they have to flow they can't remain stagnant that's when we get into some other fucked up shit that i'm not going to talk about right now um, so it's really important for us to, I would say, um, be brave and courageous and take more leaps of faith while Mars in Sagittarius. This transit is going to be really beneficial for those of you, of course, who have Sagittarius placements, Aries placements, as well as Leo placements, um, Gemini placements, you too, you will also benefit from this a lot because it is your sister sign. Um, but with that being said, Gemini's, you might also feel like this transit could be maybe even forcing you to slow down on certain things and really focus on the divine details of your destiny and stop trying to rush through every single freaking thing, okay? This is not some little road trip type shit. This is your life. Take it a little bit more seriously and take your time, honey, okay? Very, very, very important. So Gemini's, you might be feeling like things are kind of slowing down potentially at this time, um, but it's because there's something really, 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 really big coming in for you, I believe, and it requires your full attention. And so just because things are slowing down in different aspects, Gemini does not mean that you're, um, you know, slowing down or that things aren't um, going well. Something bigger is coming and it requires your full attention, okay? It really, really, really does. That's what I believe for you guys that means. Um, Libra placements and Aquarius placements, y'all will also benefit really well from this um, transit of Mars in Sagittarius because you are air signs. There's a gentle sextile that is being illuminated in your chart right now as Mars is in Sagittarius. So go take a look at where your um, Sagittarius house is and where your house of Libra slash Aquarius is if, if you have a placement there because it's going to be creating a gentle sextile to um, both of those houses, okay? And um, I also want to talk to the mutable signs really quickly. Mutable signs, Pisces placements, 
Virgo placements. This transit can be difficult and it can also maybe have you feel like things are slowing down as well a lot more um, than Gemini's, I would say, in a different way. But the reminder here, Virgos and Pisces, is to not dig your heels in. Okay? Stop resisting the resistance. Okay? Stop digging your heels in so much. Allow yourself to be transformed. Surrender. Okay? Surrender. Okay? If things are feeling really, really, really stagnant, Virgo and Pisces at this time, surrender. Okay? Seriously. Um, but for the collective as a whole, I think that Mars and Sagittarius is really about getting out of that paranoid, um, worst case scenario type idea of things happening and having these self-fulfilling prophecies go absolutely sour and really preparing for the best possible outcome and therefore receiving the best possible outcome. That is what Mars in Sagittarius is all about, okay? Okay, so boom, as of today, which is November 25th, Mercury has officially entered its pre-retrograde shadow period. Okay, Mercury has officially entered its pre-retrograde shadow period, baby. Yes, which means the weirdos are coming back full force starting this week slash weekend, okay? And trying to slither their way back into your life, honey. Yes. Yes, they are. So, beloveds, light your candles if you're into that, okay? Read Psalms 91 from your grandma's Bible if you're into that, okay? Do what you gotta do to keep the weirdos far away from you, okay? Do what you gotta do to keep the weirdos far away from you because now that Mercury has entered its pre-retrograde shadow period, we are officially in the shady shade of the Mercury retrograde. And so the weirdos and bimbos come out to play. Keep them at bay, baby. Okay? All right, moving on. <laughs> um, we then have, okay, the full moon in Gemini, yes, which is happening on Moon Day, which I absolutely love, aka November 27th, okay? That's when this full moon takes place. So Hopefully you're listening to this as this is being released. And so you are seeing this um, before the full moon. Okay, so the full moon in Gemini, again, is known as the cold moon. And it takes place on November 27th at 4.16 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, okay? The sun will be at the fourth degree of uh, Sagittarius, while the moon is at the fourth degree of Gemini, um, Mars will be currently at the second degree. So yes, of course, this is going to be a tight conjunction between, um, the sun and Mars, like I've been saying before. And both of these celestial bodies are sitting opposite to the Gemini moon, child. So this alone tells us that there's going to be a lot of heightened aggression in the air. Okay. There's a lot of heightened aggression in the air at this time so make sure you are not popping off just to pop off okay there will be consequences for popping off just to pop off okay it's really giving fuck around to find out if i'm being completely completely honest okay listen to this the sun and mars and sagittarius as well as the gemini full moon 
will all be squaring off to Saturn in Pisces. Okay, because Saturn is sitting at the zero degree of Pisces right now um, and is, you know, yes, direct, but slowly getting back to his groove himself. Okay, so Saturn is squaring off again to both the moon, the sun and uh, Mars at this time. So if y'all want to pop off, just, just know there will be some finding the fuck out afterwards. Okay, if you want to play stupid games, you're going to win some stupid ass prizes. Okay. Don't test people under this full moon. Don't test yourself under this full moon. Don't test spirit under this full moon. There is a lot of aggression and um, just heightened energy at this time. Now, with that being said, though, Mars is not just about aggression. Mars is about vitality, life force, okay, as well as... Um, you know, your ability to drive things forward, but especially specifically life force energy, vitality, okay? Mars represents um, our root and sacral, okay? And our sexual organs in many ways, because Mars is ruled by Scorpio, who which rules these spaces, okay? So this is the space of creativity, honey, okay? And it's no coincidence that at this time, we have... Um, you know, Mercury in its uh, shady period under this full moon at the same time. Mercury is ruled by what? By both uh, Gemini and Virgo, okay? And this is a, a Gemini full moon. So the moon is ruled by Virgo at this time. So there's a lot of shady shit going on. There's a lot of um, fuck around and find out going on through conversation, through uncomfortable um, confrontation even, Okay, and a lot of boundaries being tested. Mercury, the ruler of this moon, sits at the 24th degree of Sagittarius at this time um, and will also be squared off exactly an exact square to Neptune in Pisces, who is sitting at the 24th degree of Pisces at this time. So like I said before, the weirdos are coming out to play. Okay, people are going to try to test your boundaries. Mercury squares Neptune. This is all about um, glamour magic. Okay, Hollyweird, Hollywood doing their weird ass rituals. Okay, I don't know if there's a ceremony of any kind happening on Monday, but if there's any sort of ceremonies or concerts happening on Monday, y'all just watch the news. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, lots of fake news coming out during a square of Mercury to. Uh, Neptune, okay, Mercury and Sagittarius scoring Neptune and Pisces, these are both ruled by Jupiter, honey, and they're both just trying to say the same bullshit, I'm the real, uh, prophet, no, I'm the real prophet, no, I'm the real, like, it's a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of smoke and mirrors going on, okay, it's like that Spider-Man meme, and everyone's just pointing at each other, literally, you know, thinking they different, okay, there's gonna be a lot of fake news, a lot of loud fake news going on, I wouldn't be surprised if there's any type of weird, AI pictures or stories or whatever that come out during this full moon and has the collective in a frenzy. I would not be surprised at all, okay? The harvest rituals are going to be very high under the Gemini full moon because it is a Mercury-ruled moon. This is, this whole, honestly, you guys, this entire full moon just screams boundaries getting tested and it also screams don't tweet that shit, put down the phone. It also screams, don't repost that 
salty ass shady ass thing from justin la boys fucking instagram page okay put down the phone okay this full moon is screaming get your ass a journal sit your inner child who's hurt ass down okay and figure out your shit that is what this full moon in gemini is saying because to do anything otherwise is to do a disservice to yourself yes it is we have an opportunity under this full moon to transform the chaos and confusion we might be seeing into something better okay shout out to pluto in capricorn who's making a nice trine to the full moon in gemini all right so we have this opportunity to to transform this energy and elevate beyond it okay but it's going to be very loud there's gonna be lots of um like i said fake loud news fake prophets coming out talking a bunch of bullshit okay um just a bunch of glamour magic gone wrong like <laughs> it honestly is like a bunch of glamour magic gone wrong it almost reminds me of like okay you know those like spoof movies they made like scary movie where it's like everything just goes absolutely wrong but that's kind of the point of the fucking movie that's what this full moon in gemini is giving honestly a whole bunch of tomfoolery fuckery going on okay but like i said before there's also this like aggression and life force energy that is very strong because again mars is not just about the aggression but also the life force energy so with that being said you guys um that square of neptune to uh to mercury really highlights this like energetic vampires really coming out to play i'm not gonna lie y'all again the weirdo's coming out to play okay and like really seeing your heightened um vitality force and like wow she got all this confidence wow they got all they got all this confidence in themselves like wow they really are rising out of the ashes wow they really are rising out of the ashes from scorpio season and flying high across the cosmos all Sagittarius season wow how do they do it how do I get closer how do I learn how do I find an opportunity for myself to gain from this person okay this is that weirdo shit y'all so protect your ashe that is what this full moon is saying protect your ashe okay protect your ashe from the weirdos who are coming out to play okay okay um this full moon is going to have a lot of interesting conversations in the astral realm i believe the collective is going to have a lot of interesting dreams and visions and downloads and all those sort of things now with that being said you guys if it does not make sense then leave it alone if the shit ain't adding up subtract yourself do not overcomplicate the equation let me repeat myself. If the shit don't add up, subtract yourself. Do not complicate the equation. When shit starts not to add up, we start adding up more shit to it. And then wonder why we get lost and, 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 and all this shit, you know? Don't get caught up in the crossfire. Don't get caught up in that confusion. That confusion is a distraction, baby, okay? It's a distraction. See past the distraction, okay? 
Mercury squares Neptune, see past the distraction. If the prophet that you're hearing from don't make fucking sense, then maybe it, it, it don't make fucking sense. Okay, your spirit knows what makes sense. You don't need somebody else to tell you what makes sense, okay? And this podcast will be a reminder for you to find that energy in yourself because you have it too. We all have it. You don't need somebody else to tell you that you got it. But if you need a reminder, I will be a reminder for you to look back into yourself for the answer because you have it. You know, okay? You know. If shit don't make sense, then it don't make sense. If shit ain't adding up, subtract yourself from the equation, baby, okay? Like I said before, there's going to be a lot of glare magic going on under this full moon. Lots of batteries being tested, I see, because of that square going on to Neptune in Pisces to Mercury in Sagittarius. Um, lots of things being said out of proportion. People not really thinking about what they're saying and just blurting things out. Lots of truths that have been held um, in for a very, very long time are being released as well at this time. So when people are telling you things and you're like, damn, that's how you feel. And they're like, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's exactly what they're saying. <laughs> that's exactly what they're saying, honey. It's a full moon in Gemini, baby. Read between the lines, okay? Read between the lines, honey. It's a full moon in Gemini. Gemini rules the third house, the house of early childhood, the house of youth, okay? The house of, you know, the inner child and um, our education, our early years of being a person on this planet, okay? And how we saw the world in those early years, really how they um, were perceived by us and how it has slowly, you know, molded who we were as young people, which then ex um, affected the experiences we then had, okay? So Gemini is going to connect us again to our inner child and these desires um, to play out for the inner child's uh, pleasure um, and joy. And so instead of tapping into the BS you guys are seeing, I would recommend for this full moon Gemini as a simple, easy ritual is just to have a play date with your inner child, okay? Have a play date with your inner child. Maybe that's scrapbooking. Maybe that's knitting. Maybe it's crocheting. Maybe it's writing poetry. Maybe it's swimming. Maybe it's cooking, baking. Like, I don't know. But do something with your inner child as part of your ritual because your inner child is the greatest muse for your passion for destiny and these are the things that go hand in hand um and we you know see that come to uh come to play uh during Sagittarius season okay because of course during this full moon the Gemini Sagittarius axis is fully illuminated okay um but we're really leading into our inner child to help guide us through um this part of the journey at this time okay and it's a very 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 beautiful journey um but don't get caught up in the bullshit you guys like seriously and if in case you needed another like reminder that it is a bunch of smoke and mirrors and bullshit venus is currently um going to be in libra of course for this full moon and she's sitting at the 21st degree of venus which means she's actually almost in her exact conjunction to the south node who's also in libra okay the south node is at the 24th degree of Libra, while the North Node is at the 21st degree of Aries. So as of right now, she's conjunct to the South Node and she's sitting opposite to the North Node. Um, and at the same time, she's also squaring off to Pluto in Capricorn. So again, if you want to play stupid games, you go and win stupid prizes, okay? That is what this woman is giving. Um, do not invest in things at this time that don't make sense, okay? In fact, I would say any offering coming to you 
on that day. Um, read everything very carefully and ask your questions accordingly and make sure it makes sense to you, okay? Like really, really, really make sure it makes sense to you because the cosmos are doing a whole lot of everything at once <laughs> under this full moon, which makes a lot of sense because it is a mutable moon. Um, so yeah, that is the tea on the full moon in Gemini that I did not plan to actually give in this episode, but I guess I am because spirit told me to. Um, but with that being said, on December 1st, um, Mercury will enter Capricorn, okay, which is the sign it will station retrograde in, okay? So yes, Mercury will enter Capricorn on December 1st, which is next week, Friday, um, on a Venus day, um, and that is the sign that Mercury will station retrograde in, okay? So, um, on December 4th, we then will have Venus enter Scorpio, which I cannot wait for because Venus returns always feel like a birthday to me personally. And so I will be celebrating. So I'm very excited for that. Um, and then on the 6th of, De of December, we have Neptune finally stationing direct in Pisces. Okay. So Pisces placements, wake up, wake up Pisces and wake up and get ready because we're going outside, baby. Okay. Yes. We go like outside and by outside, I mean, clearing checks and looking fine while doing it. Yes, honey. Not outside like these dusties be outside. No, 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 no. There is nothing outside for Pisces placements. Okay, honey. Focus on the bag, Pisces. Focus on the bag, Pisces. Okay. Neptune stationing direct at the 24th degree means Neptune will be continuing his movement towards Aries, aka the North Node, who currently sits at the 24th degree of Aries, funny enough, okay? So Pisces, with this shift, we must remember that after Sagittarius season comes two back-to-back -back seasons ruled by Saturn, who is currently in Pisces, okay? So pay attention, pay attention. This is not the time to be playing around, okay? Spirit said, playtime is over, baby. Okay? All right, boom. Moving on. Moving on, we then have, on the 12th of December, the new moon in Sagittarius, okay? Yes. And that is going to be happening um, officially at 6.32 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. Yes, the new moon in Sagittarius. Now, this new moon is going to be taking place at the 20th degree of Sagittarius. Um, and we're also going to have, of course, uh, Mars, who's still in Sagittarius, but now sitting at the 13th degree at the time of this new moon. So we are going to have a nice little juicy um, Sagittarius stelium with the sun, the moon, and Mars there. I absolutely love that. It's giving fast, quick cash. It's giving candle magic, honey. Yes, absolutely. Um, and with that being said, we have, yes, Venus in Scorpio at this time, sitting opposite of Jupiter in Taurus. So the energy of Jupiter is being illuminated um, 
and, and, and expanding into the energy of Venus and Scorpio. So for those of you who have Scorpio placements, make sure you are giving out some really great offerings of abundance to your loved ones on this realm and the others because Jupiter is sitting opposite of Venus and Scorpio, baby, okay? So there's going to be a lot of abundance pouring back into you as above, so below. Yes, I am so excited for that. Oh my God, that opposition is great. I know people are going to say, ooh, an opposition to, to Venus and Jupiter. Oh no, blah, blah, blah. Things in our relationships blown out of proportion. Sure, maybe, but what I see here is um, fatal attraction. What I see here is big abundance, like big, like big pocket purse energy. Okay, um, I see here the expansiveness of Jupiter and Taurus um, touching and inspiring Venus and Scorpio. Okay, Venus and Scorpio at this time of this new moon will also be making a gentle um, trine to Saturn in Pisces. So there's a lot of positive uh, support here um, under this new moon, okay? Um, now, with that being said, we also have Pluto, who is still in Capricorn, um, but making his way slowly into Aquarius because he's sitting at the 20th degree. So Pluto will be actually um, squaring off to um, Jupiter in Taurus slightly, um, but also squaring off to the North Node, who is sitting at the 23rd degree of Aries. So I feel like this new moon in, in uh, Sagittarius, you guys, is really going to be about overcoming our fears, overcoming our fears of not being good enough, overcoming our fears of not being... Um, you know, the best of the best for our destiny because we are. Overcoming our fears in this idea that we have to perform and be and show up a certain way and only a certain way to please the people in our lives or to keep people in our lives. That's not true at all, okay? If they are really your people and they are really there to support you and they're meant to elevate with you on your journey, then that's what's gonna happen, baby, okay? while you are being yourself, not who you think you are supposed to be, okay? The divine cannot bless you if you are pretending to be somebody else, okay? The new moon in Sagittarius is going to give the collective the confidence to walk in their full expression of themselves in full uh, embodiment of their highest self, okay, while being completely in tune with the divine. That's what it's really about, okay? That is the energy of Sagittarius. So I really feel like that f the fear mentality that Venus and Scorpio can bring of, oh, I'm not sure if these uh, seeds are going to reap um, abundance. We have this opportunity through this opposition of uh, Venus to Jupiter and Taurus um, to kind of really shake that mindset, okay? To really shift that mindset, okay? Preparing for the best case scenario to receive the best case scenario. That is what Mars and Sagittarius is teaching us, right? Yes, and Mars and Sagittarius now is um, conjunct to the moon and the sun at this time, okay? Um, now, with that being said, this new moon takes place the day before Mercury stations retrograde, literally the day before. So if you're going to manifest and do your work and do whatever you want to do for the new moon Sagittarius, 
make sure you actually do it on the 12th of December. Okay, because Mercury will station retrograde the following day. And that doesn't mean that you're but your intentions are going to go sideways or whatever. But if you are someone who really honors the cosmos in that way, and you want to work with the energy of Mercury being direct, make sure you are doing that um, uh, ritual for yourself or whatever on the 12th of December. Okay, very, 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 very important things. Um, but that's it, my loves, for the new moon. I'm not going to give too, too much away because I could probably go on forever about this new moon. Um, but I do see a lot of great abundance for the collective. Okay, again, Scorpio placements, you are going to want to work with this moon. Sagittarius placements, you are going to want to, you are going to want to work with this moon. Pisces placements, you are going to want to work with this moon. Um... Capricorn placements, Aquarius placements, you too. Everybody else, like honestly, truly everyone should be working with this moon. I think there's a lot of really great energy here. Um, the new the new moon um, is also going to be making a beautiful trine to the North Node in Aries as well, of course. So there is a lot of really, 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 really great energy here um, to work with for things to really just take off in a really, really, really beautiful way. But it all comes down to, do you believe in yourself? Do you really, 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 and truly believe in yourself? Because if you do, you could really change your reality overnight um, in a moon cycle. You really could. Um, there's a lot of potential under this new moon in Sagittarius, okay? And what I'm hearing from the divine right now is take a chance on your potential. Turn that potential into real possibility by taking a leap of faith in your current reality and see how things can shift in a moon cycle. Do you believe in yourself or not? Okay, speak up for your inner child. Speak up for yourself. Stand 10 toes down on business if that's what you about, okay? A Sagittarius has no choice but to stand on business. They literally have four fucking legs. Hello, they're fucking half horse. So you better stand on business, bitch. Like a real strong ass uh, stallion, okay? Like a strong ass horse, period. You can't be a horse with weak ass legs. You know how horrible that would be for your life? Come on now. You have to be strong at standing on business for real. So that's what we're doing all Sagittarius season. And this new moon Sagittarius is a really great one to work with. So I would say Gemini full moon. Let it all go, shed, do your thing, whatever. But the the full, the new moon in Sagittarius, that is where it's at. Okay, you guys, that is where it's at. So get into it or get left behind. I don't really care. Like I said before, though, moving on, Mercury will um, station uh, retrograde on the 13th of December, Okay. And that is like the last major transit of Sagittarius season is when Mercury stations retrograde on the 13th of December. Okay, and that'll probably be honestly the most talked about one. Yes, we have a full moon coming up and also we have the new moon coming up. But I feel like a lot of people are going to focus their time and energy um, talking about mostly Mercury's retrograde. Okay. And so, like always, I, I'm going to remind y'all to be very mindful of what you are digesting online and offline, okay? Cleanse your timeline online if you have to so that it can reflect 
the desires you are rooted in offline because that is what really matters not what's happening online what's happening actually offline that's what really matters right okay good so if you are receiving astro tea from mystics okay that use fear tactics and doomsday gloom type messages to share the astro tea then it is not helping you okay that it's not helping you mercury retrograde should not be giving you more anxiety okay and if it is find a new astrologer to connect with because they are not doing a very good job at preparing you for what could be one of the best seasons of retrospection of your life yes 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 that is the truth about mercury's retrograde if you don't come out of mercury retrograde a better person okay aka with more clarity more stability and more abundance then you're doing something wrong beloved and i hate to be the one to break it to you <laughs> but it's true okay so stop believing the hype that your life has to be in shambles just because it's a fucking mercury retrograde that's what mystics rooted in ego believe that's what mystics who play in both uh that's what mystics who are afraid of the deaths believe okay mystics who are rooted in ego believe that shit mystics rooted in uh uh who are afraid of the deaths okay and they afraid of the dark and call themselves love and light only they believe that shit that's not what mystics rooted in the divine believe okay that's not what mystics who play in both pluto and paradise believe okay so which one are you honey figure it out before the world figures it out for you okay and this is what i actually really want to talk about during this episode yes is figuring out your position in all of this okay um, I know, you know, y'all got real comfortable with the deep dive astro tea on these episodes. Yes, I know. Getting all this good, good for free 99. Oh, yes, it feels good. Yes, it does. And you know what, you guys? It feels good to brew this astro tea for you. It really does. But you see, my dears, I don't serve y'all at all. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this shit at all. Like, I give a fuck about it because it's my passion, but I don't give a fuck about the numbers or the stats or any of that stuff. Okay? I'm an obedient mystic, and I only listen and serve spirit. Okay? I don't serve or listen to my stats, okay? No matter how good they may be. AKA, I want to say thank you for your support, as always. But in the real real, I serve and listen to spirit only. So if spirit says to switch it up, then I'm going to switch it up. So I hope y'all are ready because I am about to start preaching and getting into my shit now because we've talked about the astro tea of Sagittarius season. So now I want to get into the real depths of what the divine downloads have been pouring into me personally um, for the Sagittarius season. 
Um, so what I've noticed as the sun slowly moved out of Scorpio and into Sagittarius, um, I noticed there was an interesting shift happening. A shift where a lot of the collective was, um, you know, waking up and becoming radical and wanting to rise up against the forces of capitalism. And the collective is honestly and truly, you guys, gaining a lot of new members into the realm of spirit, as we know, yes, but also a lot of new members into this um, conscious shift that is happening. More beings are awakening right now to what is really going on, okay, and the ugly truths of this world, okay, and... I will say this, while it is unfortunate that it took more destruction for that to happen, I don't know how many times I got to tell you guys this, but the ascension and the apocalypse are the same fucking thing, baby. They are the two faces on the two, on the one coin. Okay, real Gemini shit here. All right, they twins, baby. The they they twins. The ascension and the apocalypse are twins, baby. Okay. So, anyways, my point is, there is a lot of shit hitting the fan right now. Okay, and I'm not gonna get into all because you guys know what's going on. Y'all have eyes. Y'all have ears. Y'all been watching what's going on online. You guys can see what's going on in the news, whether you watch the news or you're tweeting or you're on Instagram or you're on TikTok or you're on whatever. If you're plugged in, you're plugged in. Right? Right. So shit's been hitting the fucking fan. Shit's been really, really, really hitting the fucking fan. And shit's been hitting the fan honestly and truly since Libra season. Um, but shit's been really hitting the fan even more so now that we're in Sagittarius season. Okay. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, the realms are also very, very busy. There's a lot of activity right now. Y'all can feel it. I know you do. The realms um, are literally existing within one another all, um, you know, at the same time. And that's always been the case, but it's become more and more obvious to many more people. Right? This huge awakening is happening right now. Huge, huge, huge. Now... The spiritual warfare is also still very, very high. And that will continue to be a theme that is very loud at this time during Sagittarius season. Uh, and so before I get into that even deeper, I'm going to talk about the rules and things that Sagittarius kind of rules over in terms of themes, okay? So first things first, we've got religion and spirituality, okay? Just like Pisces because of that Jupiter connection. We got philosophy, we've got higher knowledge and education, travel and experience that is transmuted into wisdom. Yes, this is Sagittarius energy, okay? Sagittarius, as you guys know, is ruled by Jupiter, who is the largest planet in our sky and in ancient times was known as the king of the sky, right? Jupiter represented like, I guess, quote unquote, God. You know, um, and so 
king of the sky <laughs> essentially now jupiter is also the son of saturn making him the son of time and so therefore ruler of fortune yes just like pluto who is also a son of saturn jupiter also rules fortune okay but um with jupiter jupiter is really 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 focused about the future and is full of optimism right so um being hopeful and optimistic and expanding the vision that is all jupiter is all about that is what jupiter is known for and um that is why of course we love sagittarius because they are always hyping us up and believing in our dreams and um, potential, even if we don't fully see it. You know, they can see the end, they can see the end game before we can. Because they're ruled by fortune. Okay, they're walking spirit guides among us. And we are very, 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 very lucky. We really, really, really are. Sagittarius, I love you guys. I really do. Um, Shout out to all of the Sagittarius placements. I love y'all. You guys are the true rock stars of this world, okay? And not the washed up rock stars that get turned into some lame Lifetime movie, okay? No. I mean the rock star that not only made it, but maintained it, and then went on to do other great things and live their best fucking life, okay? Um... And maintain their work okay and maybe it's on mtv crimps every so often that is what sagittarius is okay yes 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 y'all are true rock stars you really are so sagittarius again rules all of the themes i mentioned before and so it's no surprise that in sagittarius season we will continue to see spiritual warfare as i mentioned before um, being a theme at this time, okay? Saturn is in Pisces, right? Which is where the story of spiritual warfare really begins that was heightened throughout this year that we're seeing, right? With people switching in and out of their stuff and doing all kinds of things and people having these identity shifts and what have you and tapping into new realms of spirit, whatever that might look like to them, okay? This all kind of really started a lot more this year, as Saturn moved into Pisces. And if you want to learn more about this transit of Saturn and Pisces, then you can go back and listen to the Saturn Pisces uh, episode, which is called um, Part of the Ship, Part of the Crew. <laughs> um, now, I believe that the spiritual warfare will continue to be a theme in Sagittarius season simply because Sagittarius is where the sun is right now and there is a current there is a square currently happening to saturn in pisces at this time which will only intensify more um as we have that gemini full moon which i talked about earlier today on this episode so there's a lot of discomfort i would say and disconnect going on in this realm okay which makes people very vulnerable for spiritual attack um, and spiritual, um, what do I want to say? 
spiritual not even inspiration but influence spiritual influence and not necessarily in the best way possible okay and that's where that fake prophet shit comes in we gonna see a lot of fake prophets get exposed honey under this gemini full moon honestly you guys if there was a story about like a mega church like pastor or even the priest or anything with the vatican coming out during this full moon in gemini i would not be surprised Okay, if there's any news that comes out over the next two weeks about any sort of like mega church pastor or like type person or like the priest or the Vatican the next couple of weeks, I would not be surprised. Okay, we go see some shit shake up during this uh full moon in Gemini because of that square to, to Saturn in Pisces and the sun in, in uh Sagittarius. Okay, um, a lot of people again um, are disconnected and, and really uncomfortable at this time in this realm. Um, and that being said, people are snapping out of this weird, you know, spell that they've been under and are snapping out of it because they're realizing it now. Like, oh shit, this is, uh, not okay. (laughs) Okay. And whether that might be tied up in their religious practice or their spiritual practice, people are starting to realize that what they are serving is no longer serving them. Okay, and this wake up call is causing some serious chaos. Yes, it is causing some serious chaos within the realms, and sometimes chaos can come disguised as war. Okay, it can be disguised as a delicious distraction, it can be disguised as anything, baby. Okay, especially when a full moon in Gemini is brewing. Okay, especially when Mercury is about to station retrograde, okay? Are y'all following what I'm saying? Are you really following what I'm saying here? Okay, are you following the crumbs, honey? Yes? Okay, great. Now, the chaos turns into confusion. And then the confusion turns into stagnancy. And that stagnancy makes you the perfect meal for predatory spirits looking for a home to get nice and warm and comfortable in for the winter. Okay, this is the perfect stagnancy um, that keeps you vulnerable and open for spiritual attack. Okay, and I don't mean no evil-eyed, stupid-ass, uh, candlelight, ga- jar magic type shit. No, I mean like real shit, you guys. It goes deeper than that. I hope you realize that too. Okay. Next thing you know, boo. Your abundance is snatched like a bad wig in the cold-ass wind, child. Okay. So mystics, listen up. Listen up here. All right. While it's good to be in the season of giving... And all about love. Don't forget about the work. Okay? The work is the mission. The work is the mission. The work is you not getting tricked into the chaos and confusion. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The work is you not getting tricked into the chaos and confusion, okay? The work is being grounded in your body and practicing gratitude, baby, okay? The work is minding the business that pays you and pays you only, 
okay? The work is being spiritual, which means being in ritual with spirit, okay? Not when you feel like it, but every single day because that is the life of a mystic who is rooted in the divine, okay? Do not get caught up in the crossfire, y'all. Do not get caught up in all the shit. Do not get distracted by the chaos and confusion that the television, okay, aka the tell-i-vision is projecting. This is still the season of preparation and work. The tell-i-vision will say otherwise, though. The tell-i-vision wants you to feel helpless, wants you to be hooked on trauma porn. Oh my God, the trauma porn that y'all are sharing. Oh my goodness, okay? Normalizing these images of dead brown bodies, normalizing these images of dead black ba uh, bodies, okay? Normalizing these images of dead babies being stacked like fucking cargo on a fucking ship. Normalizing these photos that y'all keep sharing and reposting this trauma porn all over social media, polluting the timeline with helplessness. And as a mystic, I will say this, I am disappointed. I am disappointed in the spiritual community. Y'all are being such fucking NPCs right now. Oh my God, sharing all this fucking trauma porn, making people feel worse about something that they can't fucking fix or do anything about, okay, in the worst way possible. There are ways in the revolution to be helpful that's not triggering the collective's fucking nervous system, bitch. We are about to have a full moon in Gemini, hello? The nervous system is ruled by Gemini, honey. You cannot be tapped into this trauma porn 24 fucking seven. It is going to fuck you up, bro. Okay, I am disappointed in the spiritual community. How dare y'all call yourselves mediums and mystics? How dare y'all claim you respect and elevate the dead? How can you even say that when all you do is disrespect them by reposting images of their dead bodies? These poor souls, these babies, these poor souls that have not been given proper burial, but are being shared all over the fucking media as trauma porn. And I don't care if y'all think that that's a fucking, uh, an effective way to get people to be radicalized. It's fucking not, okay? Take it from a black woman. It's not. How dare y'all? Y'all make me fucking sick, honestly and truly. Please stop sharing the trauma porn, share the information, share the, the websites to donate, to call the politicians, to, to march and send solidarity, okay? But stop sharing the fucking trauma porn. You guys have no respect for the fucking dead. I am saddened by this news as much as the rest of the world is, but have some respect for the dead, please. Stop sharing 
these fucking photos. Videos of people holding their fucking dead grandbabies and, and their children opening their eyes to see their kids' eyes for the last time. Y'all are sharing that shit online? How is that radicalizing people? It's going to trigger some people, yes, most definitely. But how is it radicalizing them? It's not. It's making them stagnant and feel helpless and not actually be helpful and revolutionary in their community, which is really going to do a real fucking shift. Okay? Share the information without sharing the, the, the disrespect for the dead, please. Okay? What y'all can't, y'all can't be radical and revolutionary without sharing pictures of dead black and brown bodies? Really? I'm gonna need y'all to think about what you're sharing, okay? And remember your position, bitch. If you were one of the few that you call yourselves chosen and not just called, then remember your position and stop acting like a fucking NPC. Y'all are sick. Everybody sharing all these posts full of trauma porn and hashtag pray for Palestine, hashtag pray for Sudan, hashtag pray for Congo, all while holding their iPhones and, and fucking Samsungs and other smartphones, okay, which have the Colton that was mined from Congo itself. And even me right now who's saying this, I'm recording this from a fucking iPhone myself, okay? Everybody's out here trying to win the oppression Olympics and see who could be the most radical. But bitch, you're in the West, just like the rest of us. <laughs> so stop. Stop letting this white psychosis machine, y'all keep calling supremacy. Stop letting this white psychosis machine use you and use up your energy. Stop letting this machine employ you to spread more chaos and confusion and despair. If you want to help, Start with respecting the dead and stop sharing photos of them. Next, determine what your real position is in the revolution. Okay, I've discussed this before on other podcasts and platforms, but I need y'all to really reflect on this during Mercury's retrograde. What is my position in the revolution? Is it calling the politicians in my area? Is it attending the marches? Is it donating my time to the local mosque and being of service? What is my position in the revolution? Perhaps your position in the revolution is simply to rest and take a step back because your ancestors had no choice but to be revolutionary and burn out fighting for their freedom so your ass could be free and buy crystals and talk about astrology and shit. Maybe your position in the revolution is rest in honor of them and the pain and burnout that you are still carrying in your bones right fucking now. During Sagittarius season, you guys, there's going to be a lot more chaos thrown on the timeline. And I am not saying that you shouldn't share these resources. Yes, keep sharing, keep spreading the word, keep spreading awareness. But there is a way to go about it. Okay? Palestinians exist in the West too. 
Think about them when you're sharing these fucking photos, please. That's someone's family member on this side of the planet too. Have some respect. We got to do better, y'all. And those of y'all who call yourselves, again, mystics, healers, witches, brujas, da 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 the fuck outs, and you're sharing these fucking pictures of the dead, I'm disappointed in your asses. Y'all being fucking embarrassing. I like you ain't got no fucking home training. Oh, no, no, I have no home training. I thought you were children of the divine. What happened? Y'all got no home training from the divine? What's guanning here? Be fucking for real. Jesus Christ. All right, moving on. As I was saying, during Sagittarius season, a lot of this shit's going to continue to go on, okay? And a lot of fake news and fake profits are going to continue to take center stage, okay? They show up and take up space and distract the collective from doing the work, okay? Usually they show up in the form of agents of Hollyweird, okay? In the form of celebrity drama and gossip. Now, I'm not saying celebrities aren't people because yes, they are. But if you guys have noticed during this whole radical revolutionary shift in the, in the collective, how many of those people have really been vocal during this shift? Or, or ever. <laughs> okay? Exactly. So let's get back to work because there's work to be done. The world's problems are bigger than us, you guys, but they are not bigger than the divine. The world's problems are bigger than us, but they are not bigger than God. They are not bigger than spirit. They are not bigger than you, than, okay? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when you choose to show up and serve the divine, you are being revolutionary. Okay? So don't ever feel bad because you think you're not doing enough. Baby, you are here and that is enough. You are here and that is enough. Sagittarius season is about getting back in alignment with the divine and reflecting on how to be a better servant to the divine, okay? Because if you call yourself a mystic, then that is what you are, a servant to the divine, and you do so with grace and gratitude. Yes. There is no shame in that. There is only beauty and love, honey. Sagittarius season is about connecting with our passions and our loved ones in whatever, in whatever way the divine calls us to do so, right? To show up and do the work through the gift of giving. The gift of giving could be your time um, to a loved one in need. The gift of giving could be your acts of service, like I mentioned before, towards one of the revolutionary events taking place in your community. My point is, y'all, please don't get caught up in the chaos, okay? Because if you allow yourself to get caught up in it, you will get trapped in it. Seriously. I don't know about y'all, but with everything that has been going on in the world lately, I was feeling really down and helpless and the depression was kicking my ass for a little second there. Feeling really helpless, feeling like, wow, I really ain't shit. I really am over here a part of the fucking problem. 
like for real thinking that way. But I had to shake that shit off and shift my perspective and realize how blessed I am. Yes, I have problems. Everybody got problems, baby. But wow, am I ever blessed. Okay? My position in the revolution looks like right now, it looks like radical gratitude at full force and pouring that into others as much as I can. My position in the revolution might change even, okay? And for right now, I'm satisfied with what it is. Under the full moon in Gemini, you guys, we come to realize that we are multidimensional beings and therefore we have multidimensional paths, okay? And so while I recognize my position in the revolution as radical gratitude right now, I also know I am a mystic that wears many hats and can switch up if necessary. However, the divine calls me to that day. There is space to spread awareness on what is happening, okay, in a respectful way, okay, in in respect of spirit, and have gratitude for the life you are currently living. Yes. Okay, to not hold space for both is to do a disservice to ourselves and therefore a disservice to the divine. Okay, the spiritual warfare is huge, y'all. I know it's it's kicking it's it's kicking humanity's ass right now. It's really fucking bad. It's really, really bad. But guess what, you guys, it's been bad for a very long fucking time. Okay, and it's been brewing for decades, centuries even. The world's sorrow is not your responsibility, my loves. The world's joy is not your responsibility, my loves. Your sorrow and joy is your responsibility. Okay? And if you play multiple roles in this revolutionary space for your family, for your loved ones, etc., then you do that to the best of your ability to your highest capacity and that is it. Don't carry any more. Don't carry any more. Do what you can. Be respectful. Spread awareness. And hold space for that joy still. Okay? Don't let go of it. Don't let go of it. Mystics, if you are listening to this, Please take care of yourselves, okay? I hope these horrific wake-up calls we've all received has been a reminder that all of this shit is temporary and should be enjoyed while it's still around us. There is space for both. I promise you that, okay? There is space for both, okay? There is space for both. What is happening right now is temporary and should be um, completely enjoyed while it is still around us. Because who knows? With how shit's going right now, okay? Who fucking knows, child? Hunger Games shit comes real soon to the West. 
So you better enjoy this shit, honey. Yeah. Enjoy it. Sagittarius is all about, you know, being rooted enough in earthly affairs to take a stance on them. But Sagittarius is also about being elevated enough to recognize the divinity within yourself and remember that you are in this world, but you do not belong to it. Your dreams and desires are rooted in the divine and your connection to the divine and the divine only, honey. Okay? Sagittarius represents both of these things as a centaur. The half horse, half human creature. Instincts like a highly intuned being, aka the horse, but the focus and strength of an archer that never misses its target when connecting to the cosmos and beyond. Okay, we are both, you guys. So embrace both and stop fighting yourself or feeling bad. Feeling bad ain't doing anything. That shit is dead, okay? It's Sagittarius season, honey. Let's get out of the victim mentality and get into the gratitude. If you're listening to this right now, I know you have a level of abundance that others in this world cannot even dream of. Okay, so we can sit here and feel bad about that or we can um, hold space for the grief of what's going on, spread awareness, be, a, be recognize our position in the revolution, hold space for joy, and also hold space to be revolutionary in the fucking revolution. Feeling bad is not going to help the revolution move forward, honey. Feeling bad ain't going to bring, it, it's not going to do anything. We have work to do, y'all. The revolution is calling, honey. We have work to do. Hold the space for the mourning and the, and the, and the sadness, but don't let it bring you down for too long because there is work to be done, y'all. There's real work to be done. There's real positions in this revolution to be fulfilled. Okay? You have a level of abundance right now that others cannot even fathom if you are listening to this. We are literally living in a multiverse universe here on earth with just that simple fact. Okay? You get to decide which one you want to tap into. Okay? Yes, you do. Sagittarius season is for inspiration, clarity, passion and inner child fun okay yes Sagittarius season is also for spreading joy and spreading knowledge from the higher realms and those who are open to receive it okay and pouring it back into them if they're open to it now there's a reason every time we have a full moon in Sagittarius the world is marching about something have y'all noticed that Okay, it's because everybody's tapped the fuck in a dose of what reality really is and the potential of what it really could be is opened during a full moon in uh, Sagittarius. Okay, this is the energy Sagittarius delivers a dose of what reality really is and the potential of what it really could be. Okay. Reality and potential are honestly this they could be the same 
They could be the same if we want it to be. Okay? Sagittarius is about freedom. Breaking free and taking back charge of destiny. Right? So that that potential can become reality. Okay? Not sinking into the depths and calling yourself helpless and floating around like an NPC victim mentality, Victoria have an ass, bitch, okay? No. That's not what it's about. So I hope this episode brought some motivation to get you out of the gutter and into the gratitude. Okay? The world is very ugly, yes, but it is still very beautiful. And life is complex, y'all. Okay? It is very complex. This earth shit is really complex. Okay? So don't limit yourself to stagnancy because of temporary pain or helplessness you are feeling. It's okay that it's temporary. Hold space for it. Yes, it's okay. Hold space for it. Feel it. You got to feel it to heal it, right? But then let it go. Let it go so you can be light as a feather and be free like your ancestors want you to be, honey. That's the work. Okay? Now, as we dive deeper into Sagittarius season and the rest of the cosmic year, aka Capricorn to Pisces season, more fake news and fake prophets will take center stage and it's going to get very loud, y'all. Very, 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 very loud and ugly, to be quite honest. Um, and if you think that the current events are insane, just wait until next year when Pluto moves into Aquarius, okay? And gets comfortable for its 20-year transit. Yeah. Wait until Neptune inches more and more towards the late degrees of Pisces and inches closer to Aries. Y'all think this is ugly now? Please. Please. Neptune and Aries hasn't even dipped its toes into the water yet. Okay? And that's not trying to fear monger. That's just the facts. <laughs> like, Pluto and Aquarius and Neptune and Aries is really going to shake some shit up. Okay? This is only the beginning, you guys. So figure out your position now in the revolution. So that you're not floating around like some NPC later on, okay? There is a lot of work to do if you're calling yourself a mystic or a healer or a witch or a medicine woman or whatever the fuck woo-woo weirdo, okay? I don't give a shit what title you use. Allow the Sagittarius sun, okay, to illuminate the full, thick, big-ass picture, and allow the Gemini full moon to help you to decode the details. Okay? Don't let the world do that for you. Do it yourself. You are the archetype, baby. You are the prophet. Okay? And you're also making profit as well. Ashe. A prophet... Who knows that while they may know many things, they do not know everything. Okay? While prophets are gifted divine downloads and visions from the divine, these visions are not always fully understood. Okay? And all of the time, um, 
that is gifted to you to fully understand that doesn't always make sense right away. Okay? But understand this. Those visions aren't always fully understood right in that moment when they're given to you for your own protection. Okay? So my fellow mystics, my message to you for uh, Sagittarius season is to focus on being the prophet who also happens to be making good profit. Okay? Don't get too caught up on the things in between. What we focus on is what grows. Okay? This is true always, but especially even more potent when the sun is in Sagittarius and ruled by Jupiter. Right? Expansion. The future. Jupiter, who is currently in Taurus, who is full of fertile soil to nurture the seeds that we're planting right now and hoping will bloom in the future. What seeds are you planting? Focus on that so it can grow and be nurturing to you and your loved ones. That is it. That is the brew. So... I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, Before I end this episode, I want to remind y'all to book your year ahead readings with me, okay? So you can get all of the Astro Tea for the upcoming new calendar year, okay? The year of 2024 is around the corner and your girl has the books open for all sorts of readings. But right now, for a limited time only, the year ahead readings are available, okay? These readings can be done live or pre-recorded, okay, and will include a breakdown of every new moon, every full moon, every retrograde, the eclipses on both the Aries uh, Libra axis as well as the um, Virgo Pisces axis, okay, yes, both of them are happening next year, um, um, and as well, looking at all these things taking place in your birth chart and how these cosmic events will unfold um, during your birth chart. Or in your birth chart, okay? You'll also receive a 12-card poll as well. So one card for each month, okay? And that is what we call proper preparation. Yes, I want to get y'all properly prepared all Sagittarius season long. I want y'all fellow prophets to be profiting, not just this season, but for all the seasons to come of next year. So go ahead and book your personal year ahead reading, So you can go ahead and do that, okay? And if you're looking for community and even more Astro Tea about the full moon in Gemini, the upcoming Sagittarius new moon, you want some ritual ideas or um, you miss your horoscopes, honey, all of that stuff, you guys, will be available to you um, on patreon.com forward slash lowly moon, okay? If you want more guidance on this mystic life, then you just got to join the mystic mothership, honey okay, to receive those exclusive offerings, all right? I'll be hopping on a Zoom call with all of my Patreon members to deliver a very special collective reading for the year ahead um, under, the new, uh, under the full moon in Gemini, which is on this Monday. So if you want to be a part of that discussion and tap into the magic of next year um, with community, then go ahead and join the Mystic Membership at patreon.com forward slash lowly moon. 
Okay, during this reading, I'll be discussing um, all the moons of 2024 with the collective, um, the retrogrades, the eclipses as well. So you don't want to miss that. Plus, there will be a replay link for you available if you're a part of the Patreon. So you will always have access to this Astro Tea. Okay, so I want to say thank you all so much for writing with me. And I hope you have a prosperous and passionate and wisdom-filled Sagittarius season with an extra razzle-dazzle of gratitude. One love, Ashe. Peace.